Good afternoon and welcome to the Happy Half Hour. I'm Lee Cuban. And I'm Sandra Priestley. Happy Thursday. Welcome Happy Thursday. to the podcast. I have my The Cool Mom mug mm-hmm. that I got from you. I love I love gold handles. There's just something fantastic about them, isn't there? There is. And what does it say on the inside? It says, I can't remember. That's all. What is that? Oh, yeah, that's all. Mm -hmm. Mm. I had to look. That's all. But I coffee, decaf, black black coffee, tea. What are you drinking today? Well, I got water. And then I saw the big circular ice cubes that Paul got me for Christmas. And so I thought I would drink out of my little Cuban cup. What does it say? Oh, pretty. I don't know. It says Cuban something on it, but you can't see it because, you know. But there's caramel, salted caramel whiskey. Mm. Yeah. And it's nice and watered down because we've been talking for a few minutes. Yeah. (laughs) So it's perfect. Lovely. So tell me about this map of yours. I'm excited to hear about it. I know. So we got the map. I got one for us. And then yeah. I got one for my nephew for Christmas. So this is like your world map. This is like, this is what, this is like. It is a 3D. Brand. It is like, it is, yes. It's so pretty. Wooden map. And the mm-hmm. company is the world. Enjoy the wood.com. It is the most, they're, they're pieces of art. And so yeah. it's almost like putting a puzzle together because we got ours and Riley's labeled. The first two we did were not labeled. Mm. Took us much longer, but these were labeled so that the putting it together is much simpler. You still have to look at the map and figure out where it needs to go and move it around before you stick it down. You know what I didn't realize because when you'd sent me pictures of your previous maps, mm-hmm. What I didn't realize is that it is really 3D. Like some of them stick up. Yeah. Some of the some of the countries stick up more than the other ones. Like so that it gives this like beautiful dimension to the board. Whereas yes. when you sent me pictures before, I didn't notice that. So it just looked to me like they were wooden pieces, but all of the countries were flat, no. and then the the water was you know, the background, but it is stunning. And it is stunning. We should put the link in the show notes. I'll put a picture Mm, for sure. And then I'll tag them in it. We had decided we were putting it in our journey area Mm -hmm. in our, which is where our pool table is. So I got out my book Mm -hmm. and this is what sealed the deal. The journey area is about new be- it's the new beginning point of each new journey, decision, or life cycle. And it is from the realm of infinite possibilities that new beginnings open up. Mm-hmm. This sector is often referred to as the career sector, but this is a limited English translation. A closer translation would be life path, since it mm-hmm. refers more to the alignment of the soul with a particular life journey than it does a chosen profession. And when mm-hmm. I read that, Paul said, I just got goosebumps. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, that's where it's going. 
Mm -hmm. And it just feels perfect in there. It, even my journaling is different. Mm -hmm. The things that I'm noticing nudges about and I'm having impulses to do. And then I'm having amazing reactions and like not only for myself, but from clients, I'm in that mode of listening. And Mm -hmm. it's a reminder to me to pay attention. And this is why, uh, this is what I think is just so spectacular about feng shui. Mm -hmm. Because when we put something in our space for a specific purpose, we, we don't even need to consciously think about it every time, but it's speaking to our subconscious mind and it just helps us stay in this like realm of possibility. It it helps us get into the, like, what if it all worked out? What if it went perfectly? What else better? What else is ever asked for? Right. It was like, it shifts, it shifts us away from what was, or what is the shitty and like really helps us move mm-hmm. into what else is possible. Yeah. And I mean, it's speaking to our subconscious mind and our subconscious mind controls what 80 to 90% of our actions. Mm-hmm. So we should be having these reminders in our space that speak to our subconscious. Well, and it's, it's sort of, it goes back to the four agreements because yeah. when I placed it there, I made an agreement. Yes, very much so. And then I make decisions. So now my brain is going, oh, unlimited possibilities. What Mm -hmm. do you want? Yeah. And I'm seeing things that I didn't see before because of this agreement. And and that's, and on on the flip side, if I thought there was something terribly wrong, Mm -hmm. I would be seeing more things that were. Yeah, it feels good. It feels exciting. And it feels like something new is opening Mm up. Yeah. Did I tell you just after we took all of our Christmas decor down, we have this beautiful new mantle is custom designed for us in the way that we, we want it. And I, I, so I had this beautiful new mantle. It was above our beautiful new fireplace with our beautiful new stone background. That's like white and kind of sparkly. Like it's, it's got a little like rough edge to the tile, mm-hmm. but it's got some sparkle to it. So, I mean, how awesome for my fame and reputation area for sure. And then our TV is above. So we sat there and I was like, I don't know what to put there. And I placed, happened to have my courage to change book. Did I tell you the story already? No. Okay. So I come from a family where my dad is, was with AA. My mom was with Al-Anon. And even though I didn't attend Alateen because I did not want to, and I never attended Al-Anon, my mom one time gave me the Al-Anon book, the courage to change. And I live by that serenity prayer 
God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can and wisdom to know the difference. And so courage to change for me has been, even if I never read the book, even if I never open up the book to the date, you know, yeah. today is January 24th. See what the courage to change tells me. Even oh, if is I, it a day by day thing? It's day by day. So there's a lot of, it is super cool. And I'm telling you my very favorite day is October 21st. It is not your job to stop the addict from drinking. And what's wild is that I always thought that it was. It allowed me so much relief like, and it's just such a small little thing, you know, one sentence in there went, whoa, yeah, like full chills. Wow. And I will never forget the date. So anyway, but you know, some days I need it and some days I don't, and some days I look at it and, and it just like helps me level up. A lot of it is things that I would teach anyway in my courses or sure. like, it's not, it's not anything that is extraordinary, that is mind-blowing, that I haven't ever heard before, but that I heard differently. And I mean, I would teach that. <laughs> Absolutely. But I heard and, it differently. Take you out know? addict and put in anything. Yes, exactly. And that's what I love about the book, because it, it doesn't have to be um, specific to addiction. You can just change it anyway. So I, I love this book and it was like this, the book itself is very small, hardcover, and it's got like all of these different colors of orange. Now I'm not a big orange fan, but it's got like all of these different colors of orange. And then it has like some gray in it. And this is not the color like palette of my house, but I thought, oh, maybe I'll just put this book up here on this ledge, which is a weird spot. It's a weird spot, maybe. So I put the book up on the ledge and then I thought, well, that doesn't really look right. Oh, wait a minute. I just bought a Malagano Jasper crystal. It was the exact color palette of the book. Isn't that interesting? I put the Malagano Jasper on top of the book. Now, the Malagano Jasper is about being brave, releasing what no longer serves you, taking chances, moving forward, and letting go everything and everyone that does not help propel you forward. It is literally the courage to change like i mean full chills what yeah. the actual hell it was just so magical and divinely led yes and so i put it up there and I, I got it on my mantle. It looks absolutely beautiful. And then all of a sudden, as I stood back, I went, oh my gosh, that's what I do for women. Mm -hmm. I help them have the courage to change. Yeah. 
I help them like step into their strengths, step into their power, like and empower them, embrace everything about them. And it was like, since I did that, I have the most powerful women coming to me saying, I think I'm ready. Yeah. And it's the best feeling. It is. When they do. And I, I work I with, I work with men and women mm -hmm. and it's equally as cool, mm -hmm. but you, you have those that are there for it all. Oh yeah. And that's and where the magic is. Vulnerable and yeah. willing to drop all their crap and willing to be as honest, brutally honest so that they can up level. Yeah. Yeah. How freaking fun is this that we get to do this mm -hmm. yeah and and just to see it mm -hmm. unfold and and I know you you know this to be true as well it helps us oh yeah because when I see someone in their bullshit mm -hmm. I can always look at me and it might be a different scenario mm -hmm. But it's the same energetic thing that I'm yes. like, oh, that's something you could let go. Yeah. Where am I doing this to? Yeah. Where in my life yep. am I doing this to? Yep. And, and just seeing them work through it and let it go mm -hmm. is like, get on it. You don't need to carry that shit around either. I know. It's so powerful. You know? This week I had a coaching call and I spoke with this woman. I love her so much. I spoke with this woman. She has had the same, she built her business from the ground up, her company from the ground up. It's 85 employees and she's been doing this for 30 years and is very much a part of her identity. And we know how that shift is hard to let go of. And a few years ago, she had come to me. Um, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready to sell my company and we feng shui my space to sell it. I said, yep, this is, I love feng shuiing for sale. Mm -hmm. It's so tangible. I just love it. So anyway, we did that and she got an offer for $19 million for her company. And we did not work on the identity shift. We didn't use her space for the identity shift, which I would do now. <laughs> but anyway, so she had gone through, she got this great offer and she decided to turn it down because she just felt like she wasn't ready. So fast forward four years later, she comes to me and she says, I'm ready now. I have left everything in my space, the, the places that you told me to, do I just leave it there? Like, how do I get, like, how do I, I sell it? And I said, no, we're going to shift the energy. We're going to up-level the energy. We're going to do a few more tweaks, do a few more things. And it's not going to take too much. It's not like she lives in this, she lives in a beautiful mansion and it's like ne never cluttered. It's always like beautifully manicured, but we're going to change just a few things. So we worked on fame and reputation. We worked on wealth. We worked on journey. We worked on helpful people. I had this vision of a Jersey 
and I thought it had a, a 42 on it. Um, I did not know what her first offer was. I didn't know the numbers. So to me, I, it could have been her business could have been worth a hundred thousand dollars or a hundred million dollars. I had no idea, yeah. but I had this vision of a Jersey that had the number 42 on it. And so I said to her, is it possible that you could sell your business for $42 million? And she's like, that would be nice, but probably not. And I said, okay, well, I am dyslexic. So let's go with the numbers two and four. Like, let's play with those. So if it's not 42, maybe 24, but do you have a Jersey? I have a Jersey with the number 24 on it. <laughs> so we placed this Jersey up on her mantle number 24 jersey up on her mantle the offer came in way higher than she thought it was going to be came in the first offer came in at 23 and a half mm -hmm. way more yeah. than her first offer in 2019 sure. and but she said well but sandra said 24 i've got this 24 this jersey 24 sitting there so i'm going to say no to this offer and what happened was when she said no to the 23 and a half, the offer came in at 25 and a half. So six and a half million dollars more than in 2019. 25 and a half million dollars. Right. Isn't that incredible? And so now, now we're working on, okay, so now how can we shift the identity? Because this is a scary fucking process, right? Like mm -hmm. now what? This is who she has been for 30 years. This is what she's done. This is who she is. She is this business. Yeah. And so now we're working on shifting the identity of like, what can she do that's bigger? What can she do that fills her cup? So she has talked about a number of different options and one of which i'm purchasing a plane actually in order to rent out this plane because she she knows a number of people that need a private plane blah blah at moment's notice and so she was thinking about doing this and i said okay so let's talk about what we need what you need to feel fulfilled because I want you to do something not just makes you money, but makes you feel like a fucking rock star. So there's six basic, oh, drivers, like six um, basic needs or drivers. Okay. okay. And so they are certainty. Some people need certainty. She does not. She takes risks. Mm -hmm. There's uncertainty and variety, significance, connection and love growth and contribution. I've done this before when I left the government, my two that stood out were significance and contribution. Mm -hmm. I had to, I had to, I had to, I had yeah. to be significant to something. Mm -hmm. And she said that significance was her thing. And I said, okay, so if you think about creating this business, where's the significance? She's like, there isn't any. It's maybe a smart decision. And I said, and it could be one of the things that you do. Sure. Well, she's got some millions to play with. So she's got a lot to play with. I said, if since significance is so huge, let's find something that you could do that would fill that void. 
And so that's what we've been doing. And that's what we're going to use, create, use her space for, but create this next step for her. Yeah. That fills that up. To watch her Mm -hmm. come into that. You're going to watch her evolve in front of you. Right. Like that. And so many times. Yeah, I know. So many times like, oh, she has all the money. Well, she doesn't just want to have the money and sit there and eat a sandwich. No. Like if significance, since significance is her main driver, she needs something that will fill that. Yeah. And if it doesn't. Money doesn't really fill. I mean, money's great, but it doesn't fill that. Well, and I mean, let's say your driver is connection and love. Mm -hmm. And then you decide that you're going to, I don't know, purchase real estate and rent it out. Like, where's the connection and love in that? You're going to have to do something where you have that one-on-one conversation or have get yourself involved in something where you can feel that connection to other people whether even if it's like going to rotary right yeah like you're gonna have to find either a business or something to do or something in your life or or hobbies or friends you're gonna have to otherwise you're gonna feel unfulfilled Uh and be miserable and be miserable and that's never the goal never Ever the so it was like it was the coolest conversation. I mean, imagine you're at this space where you have the money to create whatever you want, but also you have the belief that you can do it. But here's the thing: we all can have that right now without the twenty-five mm-hmm. and a half million dollars. But we think, well, I need that Mm -hmm. before I can have that. And it's the daydream. Yeah. She built it herself. Oh, right. But, but, But what I'm saying is we can all, starting today, look and say, what do I want? Mm -hmm. We don't have to wait for that money to show up. Yeah. But we, we cut ourselves off mm-hmm. so many times because everything's conditional. Well, I can't do this until this, and I can't do this until this, instead of just daydream about it. What feels good? Exactly. Where do you see yourself? Exactly. I was mm-hmm. talking to Logan earlier this week, and he was telling me that Arizona was on his list of places to be um, stationed. Okay. And I'm like, where in Arizona? He said, I don't know. I'm like, well, it's the desert. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's the Navy. So there can't be many places that the right. Navy would be in the desert. Right. Right. So I Googled it and it looks like I think it's Tucson. Well, what does Lee do? But she goes and starts looking for houses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I found the most beautiful, beautiful space uh, with the most spectacular view. Like, I love that house. I have fallen in love with that house. 
so I'm showing Lily and, you know, telling her what I want to do. And, and, you know, it's got a gate coming into it. I mean, it's breathtaking, but Paul's like, honey, <laughs> you don't know that Logan's going to be there. And even if he is, it might just be a couple of years and then he's going to move again. And then we're going to have this big old house. And, and he's like trying to tell me all of the reasons. And I was like, just let me daydream. I'm not mm -hmm. buying a house, but this feels good. Do I see myself actually moving there? I would love to, but I don't know. I don't know what the town's like. I don't know what the people are like. I don't know what the shopping's like. I don't, there's, there's too many unknowns, but just looking at that house just lit me up. And we do that to ourselves so many times by getting lit up by something. And instead of just feeling the goodness of it, you can't have that because of this and this and this and this, and you just shit all over it yeah. and give up the dream. When, if you listen to Abraham Hicks, the goal is to feel good. That's it. Yeah. So who gives a shit what you do to feel good? Yeah. The goal is always to feel good. Mm -hmm. And just a little bit today, I was talking about Abraham Hicks' emotional guidance scale. Have you oh, yeah. heard, listened to it? Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking about that, how, and, and I was talking about it, how we can, it's, it's really hard to go from fear to joy, joy being the, the one that we want to like the, you know, the top of the emotional guidance scale yeah. joy, but it's really hard to go from fear to joy. All we really need well, to in do one step in one step, mm -hmm. all we really need to do is go to a little bit, a little bit better than fear. Yeah. A little bit better than, you know, like, and, and I was saying like, Man, fear it's a, is at the bottom, but revenge is like six up. I can quickly go from fear to revenge. <laughs> and, and they they talk about that. Like when your friend gets into revenge, you know, everybody's mm -hmm. afraid and like, oh, you need to go back into depression. Like we like you better in depression. Revenge is up the scale. But you don't want to stay in revenge either. But you no. just keep moving up. Mm -hmm. And, and you just get better and better, but it is hard to go from fear to pure joy in one yeah. it, you, you can't. Yeah. And we but hold ourselves to this standard of, I should always be up here. Well, mm -hmm. that's the goal. But if you're down here, just move up, take a step for the better feeling step. thought. Yeah. yeah. And, and if daydreaming mm -hmm. and planning and being in this energy of what if makes you feel good and gets you up that emotional guidance yeah. scale. Yeah. That's the goal. That's where the magic is. We want to manifest more magic and less crappy stuff, <laughs> you know, yes. like if you get out of, just like it says on the secret, right? You get out of bed and you stub your toe. Well, the goal isn't to focus on your toe and focus on how pissed off you are and then get worse and worse and worse and worse. The goal is to like increase from where you are. But once yeah. you have the awareness. A little bit higher. Once you have the awareness that when you get out of bed and you stub your toe and then you're pissed off and then something else happens and you see 
the day unfold that way. Then you get out of bed and you stub your toe and you go, well, that hurt, but I am fine and I'm not ruining my day. This is not worth it. And it's exactly. really easy to set it aside. But when you don't know that's what you're doing, it just yes. feels like the world's out to get you. It's always about awareness, right? Yeah. It's always about just being aware and focusing on evolution, focusing on like growing and, and making conscious choices what about what we think, how we feel, yeah. what we say, how we act. And too often we are focusing in, or we're, we're not focusing. We're living on autopilot, right? It's easy to do. And we're just like walking around trauma responses. Yep. <laughs> you yep. know, walking around with our safety goggles on because we're waiting for something to happen. Something's coming. <laughs> Something's coming. Put your, put your hazmat suit and your safety goggles on. But oh, if we need something good hat yeah we can get out of that and focus on like just what the better can. feeling thought yeah mm -hmm. yeah dream about a house in arizona but you know that house could be anywhere yeah i mean now that i know what it looks like you could have it built yeah you could on some land with a big guitar pool in the backyard for paul Oh, see, now he's all in on it. Oh, right. and on that note, we're out of time. We are. This and was fun. This, this was fun. Thank you so much. And thank yeah. you guys for joining us. We will see you next Thursday on the Happy Half Hour. Bye. Bye.